on today's first ever episode of Birds of a Feather, my co-host Zach and I will be discussing an array of NBA topics, including NBA free agency, our top point guards in the league as it stands today. We also prematurely pick our Eastern and our Western Conference Finals matchups, um, and we delve deep into why we chose the way we chose. Uh, please like, comment, and share, and be sure to listen in next week as we'll be discussing this topic a little bit farther. Today's episode is also brought to you by Heath Film and Photo. For all your photography and videography needs, please contact Brandon Heath at heathfilmandphoto.com. Enjoy the show. Okay, welcome to the first episode of Birds of a Feather. I'm here with my boy, Zach. What's going on, bro? What's going on, Zacchaeus? My name is Brandon, Brandon Heath, a.k.a. CJ. Uh, And on this podcast, we're going to talk about sports. Wait, hold on. Let's get this square away right now. Are you going to be CJ or are you going to be Brandon? Which one are you going to be, bro? You got to make a decision. My family calls me CJ. The rest of the world calls me Brandon. So, guys, I guess you have to call him Brandon. Are you Zacchaeus or Zach? Or Zachariah? You know, that's a Dang. tough question. Zachariah's out of it, definitely. Um, I like Zachariah, though. I think I like I think I think like Zacchaeus, but people don't, everybody don't know how to say it. There's too many syllables. Zacchaeus? What? Listen, Three syllables? And Stephen A calls me, he's going to say, Zacharada? <laughs> Get off the Wee. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, everybody, you can just call me Zach. Um, but we're here, you know, birds of a feather. Uh, first episode, you know, and uh, we're glad to dive into this with you guys. Uh, just hoping that you guys, you know, listen to us and spread the news about us. And you know, if you guys have any good ideas or anything, or feel like you want to comment, uh, let us know, man. We're 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 definitely looking forward to different topics and different things like that that we can talk about on this podcast. As it goes to sports and the different main events that's going on with that. Um, Start off with the name and why you called us that. Birds of a feather. All right. So I'm a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan. All right. Facts. So just putting it out there, like, you know, if you're listening on the other end and you're like a Cowboys fan or somebody like that. (laughs) Just stop listening now. (laughs) I mean, you can listen, but we don't care about your feelings or how you feel. About what we say, Facts. Um, but we're you know I'm a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan. I found my boy Brandon, who's a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan as well, and it just happened to click. He think he knows stuff about sports. I think I know stuff about sports. We were like, hmm, let's just put our head together and talk about sports. Exactly on our podcast, Birds of a Feather. Birds of a for feather. the Eagles. You get it? Birds of a feather. You get it? Like yes. Eagles. Birds of a feather. Me and my boy flock together. <laughs> exactly because we birds Facts. of a feather of the Eagles. Okay, so. Talk about what made you become an Eagles fan. Because first tell the people where you're from. So, all right, it's crazy. So I'm originally from Las Vegas, Nevada. All right. So if you're thinking that I should be an Oakland Raiders fan or is it a Las Vegas Raiders? Yeah. Las Vegas Raiders. Oakland Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders next year. I'm still oh, that starts next year? Next year, yep. Wow, Definitely, yep. So crazy. they'll be in Las Vegas. It's so crazy because when I was in Las Vegas – we didn't have any time professional sports team. No, we had just area, casinos. The area fifty one, the area fifty one baseball team. They were like a, 
Division three professional team or something. It was it was horrible. The games yeah, were everybody, horrible. Everybody has that. all the food was stale at the concession stands. <laughs> they couldn't get real food. <laughs> they gave us all, all of the leftovers from the from the professional games. <laughs> the week old leftovers. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm originally from Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, you know, but all of my family uh, are, is from South Philadelphia. So growing up. <clears throat> You know, Sundays, obviously typical days that you kind of sit down and watch football. I had an uncle, my Uncle Tony, who was just like a diehard Eagles fan. So he used to be like, he used to come in the house and be like, yo, listen, nobody can watch anything else on this Sunday other than the Eagles game. So he just kept doing that and kept doing that. So I used to always have to sit there and watch the Eagles with him over and over and over again. And so I just fell in love, too, because it was just fun to be able to sit there and interact with my uncle and talk about the Eagles. So... Just, you know, everybody else in my family being Eagles fans and just hearing the Eagles all my life, I just I just adapted to them just to sit there and watch them play, you know, from from back in the day, man, from Jeremiah Trotter, Todd Pinkston, Deuce Staley. I mean, the list goes on, man. Sheldon Brown, Leo yes. Shepard, Brian Dawkins. Oh, God. Donovan bro. McNabb, Michael Donovan Vick, McNabb, Deshaun Michael Jackson. Vick, DJ, the prodigal son has returned. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you did not know that, so but that's that's a topic for another day. Yes. How about you, bro? Well, my story is a real one. I'm actually from Philly. I moved over to Jersey when I was very young, though. Very young. So some may say I'm not even really from Philly. Oh, is that so? <laughs> I moved over to Jersey when I was like six, something like that. But um, I've always had family in Philadelphia. I always went back to Philly and hung out in Philly. That's the hangout spot in Philly. So um, growing up, my dad was born and raised in Philly, and my mom was raised in Philly. So um, that's where they met. And uh, my dad was a huge Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, Phillies, Autumn fan. So growing up, I was with my pops watching the games, and I became a fan because of my pops. But everybody from where I'm from is really – Eagles fans, diehard Eagles fans. So I've been a diehard since day one. When I met Zach, I thought he was a fake one fan because he lives in Atlanta from Vegas. <laughs> How'd you get to Philly? <laughs> but then he literally took off his shirt and showed me his Eagles tattoo. Listen, listen. They say if it's real, tatted on you, okay? <laughs> listen, get it tatted if it's real. It is real, okay? It is tatted across my back. If I did tattoos, I would get it, but I don't. <laughs> it looks a little amateur, I must say. But hey, I mean, you know, it's, it's there. Yeah, it's definitely there. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, we just decided to put our heads together and, and kind of come up with this idea. But, you know, we think it's going to be really fun for us. And hopefully, you know, it's a treat for you guys as well. Um, Stephen A, talk to me, Shannon Sharp, my boy. I'll have your boys. Stephen A can stay where he at, but Shannon Sharp was good. <laughs> Yo, you dedication to Shannon Sharp. My boy is drinking the Henny. Too. Oh, this, yeah, I'm drinking the Henny right now as we speak, Shannon. So, you know, just to, just to keep it light on the air, you know. None of them black. What are they? Blackwoods? What are they? Did he smokes? None of those. Though. We might none of those. No, yeah, we don't have yeah, none of those. Nah, we got baby here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah. So to open it up, we're gonna talk about free agency. NBA free agency. NBA, yes. NBA, NBA free, agency. free agency because so much went down. That's what I'm saying. So much. Um, and <laughs> we just need to discuss it I've because never we seen have different anything opinions. like this. To ever happen in an NBA period in my life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
it's so crazy and to see just the whole it just changed in front of your eyes. If you didn't watch the NBA before, I guarantee you'll be watching the NBA now. Yes. I mean it, it the games are gonna be definitely exciting. It I finally feel like it's even across the board, man. And yeah. I'm just every team has two big players, I feel like. Facts. Every yeah. team has at least two big players. So that's and, that's interesting. And the way this league is set up now, man, it's just like obviously everyone knows you can't win by yourself. I don't care. If if you put and and I'ma just say this already, just to you know, just to hit it right out of the park from the get go. If you put a Michael Jordan, a Kobe Bryant, anybody like that in today's NBA, it wouldn't be the same results. I I a hundred percent agree with that. I, I, I think that one hundred percent. I don't think they'll deliver the same results if you put them in today's NBA. With, with, with these, the teams that they had? With all these star players. With the teams that they had. Exactly. I didn't say all of that. Exactly. Take those two. Kobe, Kobe and Shaq in today's game. But well, maybe not Shaq. But Shaq would be Shaq would be horrible in today's game. Nah, he wouldn't be horrible. It's just that team would be twoing you to death, and then Golden State would be threeing you to death, and they just blow you up. By <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I mean, Shaq dunk, Steph three, Shaq dunk, Steph three, (laughs) Clay three. Listen, but I will say that I I just I honestly believe that if you took those two players specifically, took them and put them in today's NBA on a team by themselves, like they like they were. Well, Shaq was there, but I'm talking about post Shaq. I I see what you're saying. I don't think they they weren't by themselves, but they didn't have like. Superstar players with them, so yeah, go ahead. They did have Hall of Famers though, so I never. I, I mean, they I'm did, with but you. not like I'm with you when you say like nobody. They nobody in the history. Themselves. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me get this out of the way. Nobody in the history of the NBA has ever won a championship. The history of the NBA, not the ABA. Nobody in the history of the NBA has ever won a championship alone by themselves. The only player that came close to doing it is LeBron James. That first year, he took Cleveland to him. With that garbage team and played up against San Antonio and got swept. And you know what's crazy? How amazing was it to watch something like that? That was like, crazy. To know that, it, I, like these LeBron James haters and everything like that, I mean, I don't really understand it because appreciate the greatness that we see. I, I think people should really just take a step back. I feel the same way about Tom Brady as well. I just feel like, honestly, you got to take a step back. You got to appreciate greatness, whether you like him or not. You know, as a competitor, I can respect I can respect the competitor in him, but do I like him when he plays the Eagles? Hell no. Do I like cheering for him? Hell no. Do I want to see him lose? Yes. That's a whole other topic. They're cheaters, so I don't give them credit. But that's a whole other topic. LeBron James, on the other hand, though, LeBron right? James. Yeah, I agree. With he's that. he's a stand up guy. Obviously, he's proven that. Never anything crazy in the background or anything like that. And he's he's done it. I mean, he's done it year after year yes. after year consistency consistency is he consistency is greatness in the league and he's done it mm. and i feel like people should really take a step back and just kind of kind of appreciate that a little bit man. i agree i agree lebron james is definitely the best player of our generation yeah oh like, yeah he just is yeah like it sucks but he is yeah and, and true this is the thing true basketball fans there's so many people that go out there and they go uh lebron james isn't this and isn't that true fa- people that know the game no, LeBron James is the best. Like, come on now. Like, you know who he is. I'm not even a big LeBron fan. I, I think he's a baby, you know, and, and I'm not a big LeBron James fan. But he's unreal. <laughs> like, what? He is. I mean, just what he what he puts up. I mean, just year after year after year. Obviously, this previous year was a little a down year for him because of injury. 
I know people were cheering for that to see him down, but I honestly think you, you guys, the media, the world has pushed him into a corner this offseason. I think he's going to come out like on a whole different, on a whole different level. I honestly believe that because he's, I don't know, man. He's like every time we think we figured out LeBron James, he switches it up. Like he comes out, he answers another question, he but does something else, he asks the another. true undefeated man. It's Father Time. And Father Time is creeping up on that man, LeBron James. Caught D-Wade, bit him in the butt. Come on, Anthony's ego bit him in the butt. But uh, nice. <laughs> LeBron James LeBron James is going to go downhill at some point. I don't think it's going to be this year. But at some point, he's going to fall off because it's just the way it is. If that would be a sad day. No, it happens. It would be sad. It was sad to see Kobe go down like that. It was. You yeah, know? And, and Kobe always said, I, I think the interview, he said, hey, the day I averaged 14 points or less than 17 yeah, points yeah, yeah. or something like that, he was like, I'm trash. I'm retired. <laughs> like, if you're playing play, like, I know some people that's okay for, but for me, like, that's it. Like, I'm done. I'm trash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's big. I, I mean, I don't see LeBron slowing down right now. I just don't. You know? how, how many how many good years do you think he has in him? Like how many to this level, balling at this level, best player in the world level years does LeBron James have in him? I think he definitely has at least the next three. That's at fair. Least. That's fair. I'll I give think him he has the next three years to to compete at the level that he's competing at. I agree. Now I don't think he's going to put up the numbers he's been putting up the last few years. But he though. doesn't have to do that. Now. He doesn't have to. No, he doesn't, he doesn't have, have to. to do that but now. I think he, like LeBron's is smart. LeBron James is a very smart player. He knows that to continue to play in this league, you can't put all that stress weight on your body all the time. So he he dropped a lot of weight this offseason. Yeah, but a lot of weight. And it, it's funny that you say that because I don't know if people really paid attention to LeBron James, and it, and it's great that he got a head start into his career, but. LeBron used to be a lot bigger. A and whole then lot bigger. He figured out, okay, in order for me to have longevity in this league, I have to take some of this pressure off of my joints and limbs. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And Facts. he then he lost that weight. And then he got skinny. Everybody was like, what is LeBron James doing? He got really skinny. Then he's he hooping. I feel like this year he's skinnier than he's ever been. He look he's thin. He just posted a picture on Instagram. He might flexing like lost weight. But I think Kobe started that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like, once he started getting older, you know, getting yeah. those years under him, he was like, all right, I'm about to just take this weight off yeah. and just start playing, you know, finesse ball. But here's the thing. When you drop all that weight, you can't play bully ball anymore. I'm reading The Sixth Man, Andre Iguodala. How, are, how are you in that book, by the way? It's I amazing. I've been talking about it for like a month. <laughs> it's amazing. I recommend everyone to read it. it Iguodala, if you want to come on the show to promote the book, you can come on in. Iggy, my boy! <laughs> my boy! <laughs> <laughs> but no, he talks about how... Um, I forgot which season it was. I actually just read this part, but he talks about how he he tries to say a certain weight, but um he was too. I don't want to give false information, but he was he was a little bit like ten fifteen pounds over what he normally wants to be, and he said when he was younger, a little bit younger, it was great because he was bullying guys off the block and like just he boxing people him. out for for rebounds and stuff, but like it wasn't good for his knees, and he has he doesn't have great knees, so. He dropped that weight, and he has to stay around that weight he is now in order to, you know what I mean, relieve that press off his joints, off his lower extremities. And um, he just said he can't bully guys around like he used to, but, I mean, in the long run, it's better. So 
you have to put that same thing on LeBron. Like, LeBron got way skinny. He ain't going to be down low, bully. You know what I mean? I mean, he's playing the one. So, But I think he – okay, so they said he spends, what, a million dollars a year on his body, over a million dollars a year on his body every single year? Really? Yes. He got bread. I figured it would be two. It's been two. It's been three. <laughs> Cheap? What? But – but it's crazy because I guarantee you, whatever they're taking away, they're putting it back somewhere else. So whether that's like in his core or something like that, you know what I'm saying? He, whatever happens, whatever he's doing, bro, is solid. And whatever is, is nah, he's dropping official, pounds, bro. He's he, dropping weight. I gotta check him out. I haven't seen any pictures yeah, of him, but I gotta weight. check him out. Hey, Zion, take heed early. I mean, this is serious. Nah, he don't gotta. I mean, this he's young. Yeah, I mean, not. I mean, he doesn't have but to go and do what he has to do right though. now. But I'm saying, like, just keep it in the back of your mind. Yeah. Like, listen, it's okay to play a couple years to get established at, at a certain way. But once you start, just take take yeah. take heed, man. Zion's listen, huge. man, because you're you, you are huge. You are a huge young man. Yes, and he's gonna get in a lot of foul trouble this year. You heard it here first. Foul trouble? Yes. Hacker. The way he plays, he's gonna get in a lot. Of foul trouble, a lot of offensive fouls, you a lot of so? the other way, a whole lot. Yeah, because he be trying to dunk on people. Because he's so Aggressive. he's so big and strong, and he's young. So automatically off the first year, you're not gonna get the calls that the vets do get yeah. off the cuff. He's young, he's strong, and he's a bully on the court. He's gonna get in a lot of foul trouble. You heard it here first from your boy, from your boy. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not even. I don't know about Zion yet. Like, I'm not one of those people that's going to say he's going to be a bust because I don't believe he's going to be a bust. No, and I'm not I'm one of those people either. that's going to say oh, he's going to be one of the greatest in the NBA because I don't believe that either. I no. just, I think he's going to be a solid player. Now, I'm not 100 percent sold on which way I'm going to go. I don't know if he's going to be average or just above average. Like, we were talking about tiers. I don't know if he's going to be LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, or Chris Middleton. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I don't know what he's going to be, but I don't think he's going to be a uh, Greg Oden. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we're going to have to figure it out, man. I, I'm going to have to definitely nah, do some watching. My, my thing on Zion is I, I think he's going to be really good. I just think it's going to take him some time. I think his his first two, three seasons, it's he, he's gonna it's going to be a learning curve for him, I think. Um, but I think eventually he's going to get there. I do. I think he's going to get there eventually, but just not off the cuff. Let's, let's tune that down. But getting the free agency. Yes, yes. That's what we're talking about. Yes. NBA so obviously the biggest move, one of the biggest. There was actually a lot of big moves. This isn't even the biggest. There was a lot of big moves. One of the biggest moves was Kevin Durant going to the Brooklyn Nets. Accompanied with Kyrie Irving also going. To the Brooklyn Nets. Right. But keep in mind, Kevin Durant has a torn Achilles. So he's going to be out all next season. And we don't know. <laughs> torn Achilles, basketball doesn't mix well. Yes, but for big men. I keep telling you this. For big men, it doesn't. He's skinny. Everybody he's thought fine. Kobe was going to bounce back. Everybody said the same thing. Kobe the great. It but Kobe was Kobe. And it happened to but, Kobe. But Kobe was also old and getting older. And, and Kevin Durant isn't isn't a veteran in his league isn't been in his league ten years plus. Yeah, but Kevin Durant isn't as old as Kobe was on his injury. Of course not. This is Kevin Durant's. Let's see. Okay, Kevin Durant is thirty. Okay. Okay, he's thirty. He weighs two hundred and forty pounds. It's twelve years in the NBA. He's definitely a vet. 
But he's 12, skinny. 12 years. 12, 12 years. years of averaging 30-plus minutes a game. Yes. But I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. The the, the Achilles thing is, is for big men. I mean, Kevin, Kevin Durant is a seven-footer. Yeah. Technically, he's a big man. He's listed at 6'9", but he is a seven-footer. Everybody. I know. And, everyone knows. Everyone knows he's not 6'9". Yeah, everyone knows. But um, he's not really a big man. He's so skinny. He's still skinny. Remember when everyone said, Kevin Durant got to put on weight? Like, you got to put on weight to be in this league. You got to put on weight to be in this league. He put on a little bit of weight, but he's still skinny, cooking everybody. He's super skinny, though. But he not, rises up and can shoot over anybody, yeah, though. facts. I mean, you know, like, obviously, if he was 6'3", that small, that wouldn't, it wouldn't be that sweet. Guaranteed. You know? All right, so, so Kevin Durant to the Brooklyn Nets and then mm-hmm. accompanied by Kyrie Irving. Now, how does that mix? Will that be a good mix? Yes. Why? Um, well, Kevin Durant had a little bit of success with Russell Westbrook. But how do you measure success, though? Because I mean, he made it to the finals. Yeah. but That's pretty successful. Uh, yeah, it is, I guess. No, I, I, I said a little bit. He had a little he, Yeah, James Harden was in. But, James Harden was on but he, that's when he was playing horrible in the playoffs. So James Harden wasn't there, too. <laughs> but... Um, I think the, what the, the type of player uh, Kyrie is, it's going to take some pressure off of KD. They're going to take pressure off of each other because they both can go get buckets. And Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving doesn't mind. Well, I believe Kyrie Irving doesn't mind taking kind of a backseat to Kevin Durant if it goes to winning. He did it with LeBron. I think he'll do it with KD. So I think that's going to be a good mix. I, and then you got to keep in mind, too, they're in the East. The dogs of the East, the Philadelphia 76ers, my boys, but they're still in the East. So I, th- I think they'll do great. I think it's enough to get them to the championship. To the finals? Actually, yes. But do I think they can beat any team in the West? No. <laughs> Not nobody that'll make it that far in the Western Conference. No, I don't see them beating anybody over there. Okay, offensively, they can go pound for pound for any team in the East. Of course. NBA. Of course, Kyrie Irving like is probably the best one-on-one player in the NBA. That's, that's, and, then, and Kevin Durant, on the other hand, can score over anybody. I understand offensively they can. But when you look at teams like the Los Angeles Clippers, look at teams like the Los Angeles Lakers, look at teams like the Houston Rockets, Golden State Warriors, the Portland Trailblazers, like they're stacked. The so are the Nets. The Nets aren't really – I mean, the loss of D'Angelo Russell, I, I feel like hurt them a lot. D'Angelo Russell was – But they gained Kyrie. They did. And they still got Spencer Dinwiddie. They do still have, and I, not a lot of people are asleep on that. By the way, Spencer Dinwiddie, I think you're a dog. And uh, people know. I, I think people are on notice now. I think people are on notice. If they're now. not, then you guys better be. If not, <laughs> if, if not, after this podcast, go on YouTube.com and yes. type in Spencer Dinwiddie highlights 2018 2019 season. Yes. Watch this man put in work. Yes. Okay, he's yes. a baller. He's a all right, he's a dog. He's a baller. He did not start every game, and I personally think it's because they needed scoring off the bench. Okay. But this man can go out there and hoop, okay? He can hoop with the best. So, Spencer, if you hear me, I want to let you know that you are my boy. And you're welcome on the podcast at any time, bro. Come through. <laughs> but no, but listen to their team. Listen to their team. They got Kyrie, Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, they still have um, Levert, who Kirk had an amazing LeVert. yeah, who had an amazing playoff. He, he bounced back from that injury, though, because I yes. was kind of scared for him. They have Joe Harris, the shooter, the defending Three-point shooting champ, right? Yeah, he yeah. is. He won. So they have the shooters. I mean, they got a team, man. Like, Still got Jared Allen, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, they picked up Prince. 
or yeah, Prince from um from the Hawks. Torian Prince. Yep. Kevin Durant. Jefferson. They got a good little team. They picked up DeAndre Jordan and then Jared Allen blocking shots. I mean, like I said, they it, got a good team. It can like, get gotta, them. It can got, okay, so if 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 Kevin Durant comes back and is who he was, and Kyrie's still doing his thing, I mean, I'm gonna be real. I love my Sixers to death, but I'm gonna be real. They're the best team in the East. They are. They're the best team in the East. And then it, they are. It's tough for me to say. You're bugging. What? Yes, you're bugging. You're bugging. You're bugging. You're bugging. You're bugging. Okay, and okay. I'm, and, so, I'm gonna, and, I, and I'm going to. I'm going to break it down to you. First of all, if you know basketball, <laughs> I ain't gonna play my boy like that. But, <laughs> but everyone knows right now, currently, looking at paper, the best team in the Eastern Conference in the Eastern Conference is the Philadelphia Sixers, Seventy Sixers. Okay, facts. Because of how y'all lined up, y'all starting one through five. I mean, it's amazing. All right? It is, honestly. I think that when you look at the different options that y'all have to score, as far as Al Horford can stretch the floor, do whatever the hell he wants to do down low or stretch the floor. Obviously, Joel Embiid can do the same thing. He can do everything. Ben Simmons can penetrate the lane, find an open man. He's a phenomenal playmaker. And he will add a jump shot. Right. Oh, yeah. He definitely, <laughs> he definitely, he will add. He definitely needs to add that jump shot. And if you can get Tobias Harris, uh, Los Angeles Clippers Tobias Harris back, I mean, I, you got an all-star right there. So, I mean, it's, Facts. you know, I'm, you're looking at potentially three all-stars. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, and I mean, Facts. That's my team. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I think you guys are the, on paper, the best team in the Eastern Conference, but I mean, obviously, please don't sleep on the Celtics. Don't sleep on the Milwaukee Bucks. Don't sleep on obviously the Nets. But with Kevin, Durant, okay, but but let's 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 try to stay focused. Let's talk about this upcoming year, though. Okay, this upcoming year, obviously, I don't think Brooklyn. I mean, I still think they're gonna be a good team, but they're not the best team. I don't think. I think they're gonna be trash this year. I don't. I don't think they're gonna be trash. I, <laughs> yeah, do. I don't think they're gonna be trash. Trash? Uh, Kyrie Irving can't. I don't. Personally, they'll, Kyrie Irving can't listen, lead a team. They'll theoretically have the same team they had last year, but take off D'Angelo Russell and add Kyrie. But D'Angelo Russell is the ultimate playmaking point guard, though. Kyrie? Kyrie is just. Kyrie is not going to go out here, bro, and get you a, a triple double every single night or like. Or get you twenty, but he's gonna go 18, out there and get you thirty points and every points. night. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna go out there and get you thirty. He's a scorer. He's he's that's what he is. He's the the greatest one on one basketball player on the planet. That's what Kyrie Irving is. Yeah. All right. Real. Everybody agrees with that. But does he have enough to lead a team? To me, no. I have to see it. Obviously, I agree Boston, with that. I'm a Boston Celtics fan, by the way, guys. If you didn't know, but when he came to Boston, I mean, he killed us. I mean, yeah, he was. Saw our whole chemistry was off. Facts. I, I don't think they're going to be. Okay, so when you say trash, right? are they going to make the playoffs? Yes. What seed? Just off the top of your head, do you think? Five seed. Okay, that's not trash. You're the five seed. You play the four seed. So you're playing somebody that's right there. Neck five and neck maybe a stretch. Let's say six seed then. Yeah. He's bouncing back and forth already, guys. <laughs> Let's say six Bouncing seed. back and forth. Five, five might be a stretch though, 
Because there's, I can definitely name five teams. Because even at Toronto, I even think Toronto Raptors would probably be better than that. What? Yeah. Okay. 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 So. Because <laughs> they play together. We can reference well it. We can reference this. So he thinks that the Toronto Raptors are going to be better than the Brooklyn Nets in this next upcoming season, and the Toronto Raptors do not have an All Star anymore. They don't. And. The Brooklyn Nets have a mega superstar on their team, and two mega superstars. But one is hurt. Well, no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm not talking about. Him. Yeah, I'm not talking about him right now. I'm talking about Kyrie. I'm talking about Kyrie. And then, I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie isn't an a mega all star or anything, but he could be an all star. Yeah. <laughs> like, and shooters, and big men, defensive players. I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. So, what seed did you give them? Five seed. I, I agree with what you said originally. I do. I agree with what you said originally. I agree with that. I think that's good. I give them the middle of the ground, hundred percent. That's tough, man. All right, so so who's okay? Let me ask you this: who's who's making who's going to be in the Eastern and the Western Conference Finals next season? Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Facts. Sixer Nation, stand up. And because I'm not biased, like I'm, I'm, I'm a realist. Okay, I'm not just gonna pick my team because they're my team. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. So, with that being said, I'm picking the Milwaukee Bucks. That's a safe pick. Because Giannis, Giannis is a dog. Did you hear what he said during his MVP parade too? Yeah, that I didn't know. What did he say? He stood up there and said, "After today." Do not call me the MVP anymore until I win it again next year. And he was dead serious. He was like, seriously, guys, don't. Yo, he is just on a mission. Giannis is on a mission, ladies and gentlemen. He's on a mission. He is a dog. You can talk all you want. Like, he is but on a mission. But show me. Okay, be on a mission and show me then. Like, why did you have to even say anything? I'm just saying. He just said, don't be call like me the Kawhi. MVP Don't say a word. Quiet assassin. You see what he did to y'all? He dropped forty in the game. Anyway, seven. anyway, anyway. Uh, my th- oh, oh, you, you didn't give us the West. Oh, you know what? Let me give the East, and then you, we can all talk right, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So my Eastern Conference Finals is going to be obviously Sixer Nation, and I put Boston there because I appreciate that. Yeah, I put Boston there because Boston still has a really good team. We have a really great team, actually. Yeah, I mean they they got a mesh, but I I think they'll mesh fine because. That cancer, Kyrie is out of the locker room, so I think they'll be like, finally. And you just called him a cancer. That's what I'm saying. So you he's think- a cancer on that team, not on Brooklyn. So why do you think he's not going to be a cancer in Brooklyn? Because Brooklyn isn't as young as Boston is or was. Boston was a very is a very young team. Brooklyn's not nearly as young as them. So I don't, I don't think he's going to be a cancer on that team. I think them guys know how to win. Um, and I think, nah, I, I don't think he's going to be a cancer on that team. He wasn't a cancer when he was on Cleveland. He just wanted to leave. The only thing, the only, only reason why I didn't pick my Boston Celtics is because we lost some really hard pieces. Yes. Um, and I that I think in that conference is going to hurt us a lot. Um, the loss obviously Al Horford hurt, obviously Kyrie Irving, but it's the smaller losses too, like Terry Rozier off the bench that hurt needed that top ten guard in the league. That's a conversation for another day. Um, 
obviously losing uh, Marcus Morris, you know, that defensive fireball, that hurt too. Because obviously yeah. he'll come in and get buckets off the bench for you too. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just don't think defensively uh, we're the same Boston Celtic team. And I, I agree. Th- and I think that you have to be able to compete on that side of the ball, um, especially especially in Eastern Conference where, you know, there's a lot of not too many, you know, that's just going to go out there and just go crazy with the scoring, but there's a lot of defense that gets played in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I mean, they, they picked up Enos Canada. Yeah, we got That's Enos good Canada. defensively. And, 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 and listen, guys, I'm going to say this, and Brandon's going to start laughing or something because it's the summer league. But this Carson Edwards kid – Listen to me, okay? Everybody out there that's listening to this podcast, listen to me. Carson Edwards will be the sleeper pick of this past NBA draft. This man is a dog, okay? He has something that you cannot teach, okay? And he's just going to continue to get better, especially under a teaching coach like a Brad Stevens who's going to sit him down and show him and slow the game down for him and everything like that. And he, he scores a basketball at will. I mean, he can shoot the three. He can get to the rack. He's only like looks like he's like five two. I mean, obviously he's, he's six taller foot. than that, but he's yeah, he's six foot. But um, but he can get to the rack at will. He could rise over you and shoot over you. I mean, the guy put on the show in um in a, in an NCAA tournament. I don't know if you watched that, but I mean, that was a hell of a tournament, a hell of a show that he put on, which is why he even got a chance to get drafted at the height and the stature that he's at. But I mean, this guy right here will be will be beneficial for us. And you will see his impact on our team this year. This guy's a big summer league basketball fan, I guess. Huge summer league basketball fan. I you mean, see him in summer league ball, and you think he gonna come to? <laughs> Are you picking him for rookie of the year? Okay, so let's move on. <laughs> Why would you even ask me that question, sir? Your only thing that you see is summer league ball. I love summer league ball. I like, watched. I watched him. I just told you I watched him in the tournament too. I watched this kid, man. I'm telling you that he's going to be. Now he might not do. Exactly he's a six foot rookie from Purdue. Yes. All right. Yes. I'm just saying that he. he just I don't know. think. I mean, in the season, you're going to look up and you're going to know. And you're going to know who Carson Edwards is. That's what I'm saying. Give me Isaiah Thomas. Mm. <laughs> I love Isaiah. Isaiah, we love you in Boston. Though, All right. So I have Boston, and I have. The Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals and the Sixers <laughs> beating them. So who do you have Western Conference Finals? Zacchaeus. Western Conference Finals, I have Lakers. Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Lakers, Rockets. Garbage. I'm telling you. Garbage. No. Yes. No. Let me tell you why. Do you want to know why? Would you like to know why? Yeah, go ahead. Listen, I don't care what anybody says. Los Angeles Lakers are loaded, okay? They're loaded with talent, loaded with proven guys, loaded with proven veterans who can go out there and get buckets and lock down on defense and do whatever they need to do to win the season all the way through, okay? You got Rajon Rondo, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins, Kyle Kuzma, JaVale McGee, Kentavious Cowell Pope, Quinn Cook. That is a squad, all right? 
And if we can get one small smidget of what we saw in New Orleans with Avery Rondo, Bradley. Oh, yeah, Avery Bradley. Don't forget that 3D guy. You say Danny Green? Danny Green. They still have Lance Stevenson. Lance. They picked up, playing the they picked up Troy dude. Daniels, that D-League three-point assassin. I got to I gotta catch him play. I didn't see I I, I just remember him when he was with the Rockets, and, and he came out of the D-League lighting it up. They picked up Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley, another 3D guy. Yeah. No, they, they they definitely have a team on them. They have proven veterans too. They do. They have dogs there. They're, they're, they're not actually just an older team. They're an older, wiser, smarter team. And I feel like they're gonna go out there, actually, man. Really old. They're gonna go out there and make a difference, man. If if we can get if we can get a small smidget of what we saw in New Orleans with Rondo, DeMarcus Cousins, and Anthony Davis, that there by itself with LeBron James added in there would be deadly. Yo, they're really old. Really old, really stacked. Wow. A whole bunch of old guys that want to win. That's a deadly combination. A whole bunch of old basketball playing guys that want to win basketball. The question is, can Anthony Davis stay healthy for a whole entire season? No. DeMarcus Cousins, we already talked about Achilles. Trash. Yeah, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Off that Achilles injury, DeMarcus Cousins was averaging 15 a game with Golden State with four other scorers. On Golden State. Four other scorers. With... Injury issues, and he had to force himself to get four buckets. other scorers on that team that was liable to give you thirty, and they were hurt. You talking about in the playoffs? Period. He still averaged fifteen a game with four other with three three all stars, three first ballot Hall of Famers. No, I don't think the Lakers are going to make the. Oh, no, you know what? No, can, tell us your your. This is okay. I mean, I don't agree, but I can see them. If if the Lakers made it to the Western Conference Finals, I'm not going to be surprised. Okay, Houston Rockets. The Rockets. What? Yes. How? First of all, Golden State isn't who. I don't. I don't believe. Just talk that. about the Rockets. Don't talk about my team. Okay. I mean, my second team. Well, all right. Well, if you see them being there, then I don't. But anyways, Houston is going to be there because. I think James Harden and Russell Westbrook will go well together. They played they played together before. They saw what worked, what didn't work. They're both much older and wiser in this NBA now. And at the end of the day, they both want to win. I mean, you have a guy in Russell Westbrook who in the past three years has averaged a triple-double, all right, and has been skipped over in the MVP voting the past two years, um, which is crazy to me because is there anybody else in the NBA in the past 20 years has averaged a triple-double? Um, no. Um, and he's did it for three consecutive seasons. But on top of that, um, he understands that I can't be the same Russell Westbrook that I was in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. All right. I can't come out here and shoot the ball 30 times a game, have 28 points, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists. But explain last season. Right. He realized that last season. And he actually took a back seat to Paul George. Right. And, and on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. On the offensive end. He was still having to. He's doing the triple-double thing, but on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. He still took a back seat, and they still didn't win. They have a much better team in Houston than they have in Oklahoma. I agree. But what's up with their offense? It's going to come together. I hate their offense. It's going to come together. I mean, Is Russell Westbrook going to sit there and watch James Harden go one-on-one? I no, don't know. He's not. I, I, think I feel like, I they, think I feel like they're going to butt heads. I think Mike D'Antoni is on a hot seat this year. And I think we're definitely going to see some differences as in that Houston Rocket offense. It's not going to be the same thing we've seen the past two years. Yeah, but that's, that's all Mike D'Antoni can do. Well, Mike Mike D'Antoni is an offensive guru, though. So we're still see. I, I think we'll still see some of the same elements that we've been seeing the past two years, mm. but to a different level. Enough to for them to 
make the Western Conference Finals? Yes. Because the only other teams that I see in the West, like, I'm not worried about a Golden State team with no clay and only a, a Steph Why Curry. Why do you keep going back to Golden State? Do you have a beef with Golden State? What's going on with no you? No beef with Golden State. Like, Why do you keep going back to them? There's because other teams. I think that's the first team that comes to everybody's mind. So I wanna, I'm I'm going down the list. I don't think it's coming out. to everybody's mind. I'm crossing them out first. The Clippers, <laughs> I'm crossing I'm crossing out Golden State first. I'm going to X them down all the way down with, with my axe, okay? I don't see them being any anywhere that they were last year. I don't see Steph and Draymond and D'Angelo Russell carrying his team all the way back to a, to a Western Conference um, Finals. Or not even the Western Conference Finals, to, to the NBA Finals because the Western Conference is way too loaded for them right now. Um, they definitely need Clay back. Um, other team, Los Angeles Clippers. All right. I like that team, but I think that we're going to have to figure out. I think Paul George and Kawhi Leonard is going to have to figure out who's really the big dog. Um, and why I say that? Because Kawhi's attitude and demeanor on the court is total opposite of what Paul George's demeanor and attitude is on the court. And I feel like that when it comes down to it, we're going to have to figure out who's going to be the closer of the or, of the games. Defensively, they're one of the best defensive teams I've ever seen play in the NBA, in the NBA period. Who? The Los Angeles Clippers. You haven't seen them play yet. I'm you saying say on paper. On paper, yes. On paper, they're yes. one of the best defensive teams that I've ever seen in the NBA, period. On paper. All right. Okay. Also with with Lou Will, I don't know what they're going to do with him. They're going to start him or bring him off the bench. But no, I mean, that's a that's a yeah, that's his thing. He loves yeah. that six man of the year. But I'm saying like you know sometimes Doc Rivers like to throw in little wrenches and stuff like that depending on who they're playing. But um, I just I I don't see them actually being a threat to a loaded loss. Like the Lakers are loaded. The 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 Rockets are loaded. They lost Chris Paul. They still have Eric Gordon. They still got Austin Rivers. They still got Clint Capella. They still got. You know what I'm saying? Like they're still hooping. Kenny Farid's still there. Yeah, they um, picked up um Tyson Chandler. Yeah, too, Tyson Chandler. That's which, another solid body. Big PJ Tucker, big PJ Tucker. They got a good defensive team. Gerald Green, Eric Gordon, like you said, Austin Rivers. And you have two players on your offense that can score with anybody in the NBA. Okay, um, I, I'm I don't think the Rockets gonna make it because they're um a lot of big pieces that they have are new to the team, so I don't think they're gonna. I mean, eventually, it's an 82-game season, so they're, they're going to eventually mesh. But I don't think it's going to be to – they're going to mesh to the extent of making the Western Conference Finals. And I think they're going to butt heads. I think they have big personalities on their team, and I don't think it's going to work out. The um, only big personalities on their team is Russell Westbrook and James Harden, who are, like, close, really close friends, probably almost best friends. And on top of that, they played with each other years ago when they, they were young They got Gerald young. Green. They got P.J. Tucker. They just have these players that like. But those guys know their roles, though. Yeah, but if they. But, okay. This is you're what I'm talking saying. about these guys. You're talking about guys that's been playing playing in this system for the past two, three years. Yeah, but if, if they start losing games, I believe if this team starts losing games, then they're going to start the butt heads. I just believe that. I mean, James Harden and Russell Westbrook did it. Back in the day, though, like they James were Harden young, knew his role. They were young. James Harden knew his role. He was coming off the bench. Now James Harden was like, "Bro, this is my team." You know what I'm saying? And Russell Westbrook. Okay, if they don't change our offensive schemes, if they play the same way they've been playing the past two, three, two, three seasons, throw Russell Westbrook there, and they lose games, they're gonna butt heads. If they don't butt heads, I don't. I don't think. They're good enough in that conference to make it to the to make it to the Western Conference Finals. I don't. They're a good team, but no. So who uh, else do you see? This is who I see. You ready? Don't say Golden State. I see the Clippers making it to the Western Conference Finals. Hold on, I, and I want to talk to you about this too. So 
I don't know if you guys watch. I watch a lot of basketball in the offseason because I miss it so much. And I've been watching Drew League. He doesn't know what Drew League is. And I've been watching um, just New York pickup games and, and different things like that. And when I tell you, I, I'm making this call right now. Montrez Harold is balling. No, facts. Montrez Harold is balling. Yeah, he's been in the in the uh the Rico Hills runs balling. He he's been in the Drew League balling. I even saw him at Rucker uh in a video at Rucker Park balling. I don't know how he gets to all these places, <laughs> but he's playing everywhere. Not NBA bread balling. I'm yeah. serious. He he's added a jump shot to his game. I mean, he's always like, what kind a of jump shot? Like a three. Whoa. Yeah, like a three. Like he looks amazing. Like he looks amazing, and he plays with that chip on his shoulder. So yeah, because he he was trash when he first came in the league. Facts. When he's coming out, I mean, obviously when he was in Louisville, I mean he was he was a dog. Um, came into the league, but everybody just thought he was just going to be a high intensity. Defensive rebounder type guy, not yeah, not offense yeah, type things. But, but he's added that to his. He's added that, like he's added that to his thing, a hundred percent. So he's been killing, it. like he's been killing it a hundred percent. So this team, obviously defensively, like you said, is unbelievable, right? Um, and then they just still have who I miss, Landry Shaman used to be on the Sixers. But they still have Landry Shaman, who is an amazing three point shooter. Pat Bev. Kawhi, Paul George, Montrez Harrell, he's going to be most improved player. Um, and Lou Williams coming off the bench. Their te- they have the perfect mixture of defense, of defense and offense. Listen. Like the perfect mixture. This team, if they stay healthy, they picked up Wilson Chandler. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like that pickup, though. Yeah, if this team, if they stay healthy, they have shooters – they have guys that can go out and get buckets. They have defensive dogs. They have not one but two guys who play with a chip on their shoulder. You saw what they did without all these players. You saw what they did. Okay, I, I mean, and I feel that. I feel that. But I don't I, think you do. I think that you're really looking past the fact of the attitude and demeanor on the court of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I think you're not. I don't think you're paying too much attention to that. I think you're looking at what they both bring to the table, which they both are dogs. But I think. The the mentality and the mindset of who okay who's going to take the last shot when when it's clutch time who's the ball who who's going to take the shot like Kawhi that's what I'm saying that's tough that's tough what what makes you just say Kawhi just because he just had this amazing season just now because he's the third best player in the world that's debatable no it's not it's not debatable some people, <laughs> some, some people that's debatable hey by the way this is so crazy this is the same guy by the way I was I was talking about Kawhi Leonard this whole playoffs. This whole listen, listen. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, all right. And, and this is my boy. Like I'm, I'm telling you, like listen. I got mad love for this guy that sits on the opposite side of the table. He's really my boy. Like for real, for all jokes aside, you know, all the BS to the side. This is really my boy. But he was tripping in the playoffs. Listen, I'm telling this man the whole playoffs. He's like, yo, who's the sleeper team? I'm like, yo, bro, the Toronto Raptors will mess around and win the whole and win the whole thing. No, bro, you tripping, bro. Boom, first round. They lose to Orlando. I come in and work, game. He's like, he's like, yo, Toronto Raptors. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, yes, just, just relax, bro. Yes, Kawhi Leonard is a dog. He's like, yo, Kawhi, he's good and all, but he's just not, he's just not there to me. Okay, cool. Just sit back, relax, watch the playoffs. Boom. They lose the first game. Dingo, 4-0 sweep, sweep Orlando. It's not a sweep if they lost. 
saying five game series, but I'm saying they lose the first game, it's a wake up call. They go out and they win four games straight. Then they go to um Philly. We all know what happens there. I'm not gonna remind you, but push one of the greatest players that's on the planet into a corner. And he decided, well, if I'm gonna lose in the game seven, it's gonna be through me. So I'm gonna go out and drive forward. Bro, bro, and bro, bro. <laughs> I, I need to stop you. I need to stop you. I I, I gotta stop you. Okay. So First of all, I don't want to go on a Sixers tangent because I can, but that was the luckiest shot I've ever seen in my life. That I've ever seen, in my, that was the luckiest shot. That shot was lucky. It, that wasn't a skill. That was a throw it up in the air over a seven-footer, outstretched seven-footer, and then it hits the rim four times and goes in. That was a lucky shot, okay? That, that was 100% a lucky shot. And the only reason, you did not pick them to win. Okay. No one picked. Them I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. Everyone picked clearly them. had Golden State, which yeah, was, was true. Definitely. And Golden State almost beat them boys. Almost beat them boys with no KD. Could have beat them. Would have. Dare I say, would have beat them if Clay didn't go down. And you know that because you even agreed. You even agreed without Kevin Durant. You even said it's going to be tougher for Golden State. But they're gonna come out victorious on top. But then Clay went down. That was tough. And when Clay went down, I didn't expect I Iggy didn't, was hurt for part of that series too. I didn't, I didn't Looney was hurt for part of that series. Like they were decimated with injuries. That's the only reason they won. Off of a lucky shot and a hurt Golden State. You're taking so much credit. The pieces away from fell perfectly now. for Toronto. You're taking so the much credit away perfectly. from from Kawhi Leonard right now. It's just amazing. No, I, I, I Kawhi is amazing. Kawhi is amazing. But I mean, sometimes okay. Everyone says like, with doing a championship, you got to have a really good team, and all this stuff has to happen. You have to have a little bit of luck. They yeah, had a, they had a little bit more than a little bit of luck, and you know that. You know that. You know that. So if y'all would have beat, if you would miss that shot, and y'all would have won the game mm-hmm. or whatever, you would have won the overtime. We would have won. Would y'all would have made the NBA Finals? Yes. No. We beat Milwaukee multiple times in the regular season. No. We beat Milwaukee multiple times in the regular season. This is what I don't like about you. This is what I like about you. Because your argument, your argument for why Toronto was gonna beat Golden State for more than one game was this. Toronto beat Golden State in the regular season. Now I turn that same argument back around to you. We beat Milwaukee in the regular season. But was and I you not, say no. But was I not talking about when we talked about Toronto and Golden State? When I first came to you and I said, bro, mark my words, I'm giving Toronto two games. You said, bro, you're out of your mind. They're not winning two games. There's no possible way they're winning two games. Okay. And you said, why do you think they're going to win two games? And I said, bro, they match up extremely well with Golden State. Did I not say that? You said that. And you said, bro, they beat them in the regular season. That's what you said. Because on top of that, that so, was just so, the, that was so that so our Sixer team Sunday. didn't match up well with Milwaukee. No, of course, no, no. How y'all had nobody to guard Giannis? Nobody. Okay. Do you did you watch our games that we played them in the regular season? Uh, two of them. We let Giannis get off and stopped everybody else. That's how we beat them. Okay, but y'all had nobody to guard Giannis. I think Chris Middleton and Malcolm Brogdon would have gave that backcourt hell. Facts. No. Yes, bro. No, because it's like we would have hundred percent 
beat Milwaukee. We would have hundred percent beat. If could've we would have said, if, could've if, would've if said we, this is could have would have said. Right no, 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 no. If if we would if 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 Kawhi didn't hit that nutty shot, we would have went to overtime. We would have hundred percent won. Then we would have played Milwaukee. We would have beat Milwaukee. I, like I have no doubt in my mind that we would have beat. I'm not saying it would be easy, but we would hundred percent beat Milwaukee. We were a better team than Milwaukee. We are a better team. That starting five was the second best starting five in the NBA. Yes or no? Yes. So on paper, we were better than Milwaukee. We were a better team than Milwaukee. Okay. So we would have beat Milwaukee. We would have went to the finals and played our hurt Golden State Warriors team. And my Philadelphia 76ers would be holding up the banner right now. And I would have flew home for the parade. The LOB at Larry OB. Facts. But whatever. Whatever. I, I got Clippers. Okay. And I got Golden State. I cannot wait. Listen, l- let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Clay's going to be back in time for the playoffs. Okay. And they're going to make the playoffs. Clay's going to be back in time for the playoffs. Okay. That's A. Okay. Can I, I think, pa- can I, I think, you? I think, no. I think <laughs> Steph Curry is going to no, have no. the best season he's ever had this next season. I think he's going to have the best season he's ever had. His unanimous MVP, better than that season. The the 72-73 win games, better than that season. He's going to have the best season he's ever had this upcoming season. They lost last year. And Golden State, a championship, a dynasty with a chip on their shoulder, with Draymond Green, adding D'Angelo Russell, with Steph Curry, the best shooter in the history of the game. Yeah, the history down, of the game. Hands, hands down. down. Best shooter in the history of the game. I think they are going to come out with a little bit extra rest because every year they make it to the finals. <laughs> and they win. They go. They win all the time. They're going to have a little bit extra rest. A little bit extra rest. And they're going to come out and shock the world. I really see that happening. 100%. I do not see that. 100%. I think they're going to come out and and just. You want me to tell you why? So your first point you mentioned, you said Clay's going to be back, right? Clay's going to be back from being off seven months. Five to seven months, yeah. Freshly into the playoffs. No, he's going to be back. He's going to be back either before. It's going to be like right after the All Star break. Not like probably like like three weeks, three four weeks after the All Star break, so like a month after the All Star. Did he have a surgery? He had his surgery a week after the injury. July. Like I said, tomorrow, October, November, December. Oh, sorry about my son in the background, guys. I apologize. Yeah, Jay. So he'll he'll be at, he'll be back around January, February. So let's just give him, let's just give him, like after All Star break, he'll be back. So he'll have half of a whole season to get his legs under him. Half of a whole season to get his legs under him, and then he'll be there for the uh, for the for the playoffs for the playoff push. Okay, are they making the playoffs? Yes. Okay, they're gonna make the playoffs, and then you add Clay back. I don't. I don't. I don't think we get the same Clay. He's a shooter. Shooter shoot. Shooter shoot, baby. He gonna have that stroke. That stroke gonna be wet. That's all we need for him. I don't think. You heard it here first. I don't think we get the same Clay back this first year. I do think that he can return back to form. I don't think that he's. You know, this is gonna mess up his career or anything like that. I just don't think this first year we're gonna see the same Clay. And I think that's going to play a huge factor in how far they make it in these NBA playoffs. Steph Curry is a dog. Steph Curry is a dog, and I do believe that he's going to have the best season of his life this year. Steph Curry. But I don't think it's going to translate into the the win loss rankings though. Steph Curry is that top tier, top caliber. He's up there with Kawhi. He's up there with LeBron. He's up there with Kevin Durant. Steph Curry. So is name up your there top five right now. 
That's name me. <laughs> name your top five right now. That's another episode. Another That's another episode. Because I want to know. Now I want to know. <laughs> no, but he's up. He is he not up there with them guys? You don't think Steph Curry's up there with them guys? I can name five players that I would pick over Steph right now. Who? <laughs> You really want to get into this? Yeah, go. Go ahead. You really want to go ahead. I want to hear. I'll let you know if you're right. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis. (laughs) Was that four? You got one more? (laughs) I'm trying to pick wisely. You're bugging right now. I'm trying to pick wisely. Like you are bugging. James Harden. No. Yes. No. I'm picking Steph Curry with James Harden. I'm picking Steph Curry over Anthony Davis. Oh my god. All day, every day. This guy clearly doesn't watch basketball. All day, every. You're you're bugging. You're bugging. Um, AD. Yeah. Literally 100%. can do everything on the basketball court. Literally, he can't everything. play a game. He can't even play a whole season. I don't think and, he's hurt all the and time. I, 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 bro. And I know I said this to you, and I'm glad we're on the podcast, so now I can say it over live air. I personally do not believe Anthony Davis was hurt all that time, all those times. All that, listen, I don't, I'm going to repeat it. I don't think he was hurt all that time, all those times. I think it it has he said, with, she said going around here. I think it has something to do with me being literally the only player on my team. And, I mean, double team, triple team, getting hacked, all this. Because nobody in the NBA can guard me. Nobody. Literally, nobody in the NBA can guard me. And I'm getting hacked, fouled, triple team, double team, da-da-da-da, playing 40 minutes, almost 40 minutes that's, a that, game. That's irrelevant. It's not he, irrelevant. He doesn't play a whole entire season. It's not irrelevant. Because I, of injuries. I think this year we'll see a whole different Anthony Davis. Okay. And he's, well, we'll been, and he's been eating tacos with LeBron James. Taco taco tute, taco tute, taco tute. Listen, he's been eating tacos with LeBron James this whole offseason, okay? I think LeBron put something in those tacos, bro. Like that. He put something in those tacos that I'm going Steroids? Crazy. What? Investigation? Huh? Let me stop, Bron. I'm sorry, man. I had a fez at your door. I'm sorry, sir. No, but Golden State, Los Angeles. Western Conference Finals. Golden State's gonna shock the world. I can't wait to see it too. Oh my! They're gonna shock the world. So you don't even see you don't even see Portland Trailblazers with an upgraded with an upgraded big man down there at Hassan Whiteside, and they still got nerd. Why do you like Hassan Whiteside so much? He's been exploited in the playoffs for like the past. Well, not last. I think, but the past two seasons before last, he's been exploited in the playoffs. I think he. I think he's a traditional big man. I think he's one of those misunderstood players. Honestly, dude, because he was so he was so dominant when he first really put his name on the scene, and then with a mediocre Miami Heat team with a 40, 50, 60 year old Dwayne Wade playing low level basketball with a mediocre team. There, but he's he a had no shooters. Big man. He had no shooters around him. You know what I'm saying? Like he now has guys, bro, to where you have to pay attention to CJ McCollum. You have to pay attention to to um to Damian Lillard. You have to pay attention to Ronnie Lillard. You like you have to pay attention. Like they they can space the floor out, bro. And you're gonna have Nurk and Hassan Whiteside down there, bro. Why not be able to dominate, bro? 
I honestly think that he's going to have he's going to have a bounce back season, and we're going to see the Hassan Whiteside that we saw before he got that big contract down in Miami. I think this change of so, scenery so you was think, great for him. So you think the Blazers are better than Golden State right now with no Clay? I think they are. I think they are, and I think I, I think that's a valid argument. No. Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum, they picked up Kent Bazemore. They got Rodney Hood. Great, Love great Rodney 3 and D Hood. guy. Um, Kent Bazemore. They like have you, bro. That, uh, that dog, Zach Collins. Um, oh, yeah, Zach Collins, you talking cash, yeah, bro. He, he talks talk, cash to everybody. To everybody. <laughs> he's a white boy that literally get in everybody's face. Like, what's up? I like you, Zach Collins. I do, like him. No, I do like him. My boy, you get to my boy. You can come on the podcast anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be in Portland. <laughs> you can pull up. Uh, but yeah, they got Eric. Uh, they got a good. Team. It's just not good enough. I think it's good, team good, good enough. enough. I think it's but, a better. But a my boy Dame Dollar. Oh my god. He. Ha- I mean, we have to see a different. I need. I love Dame. Oh I love god. Dame, and I think he's extremely I fantastic. I can't say anything bad about Dame. Nothing. I, and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge that, and I'm gonna say can't do it. If I if I don't see a different Dame ribs, I don't care how I don't care how hurt your ribs are when when you're this far in the NBA playoffs. You have to play through it, bro. I don't care. I don't care what kind of injury you have. You have to play through it. You're the man. You're the go-to guy. You have to show up, regardless of how he had you are. not one, but two. I don't care about none of that. Series ending walk-off game winners. I don't that care. That sends chills down your back. And then each one when the lights were on you brightest and you're back against the wall. What did you do? You he folded. No, he balls out. He always balls I out. Love, he just goes against better teams. That's I just the love way it is. Dame Lillard. He's in this. Dame Lillard is in this. So time. why did CJ McCollum show up for the Western Conference Finals? Listen, and where was Dame at? Dame, I don't care, hurt or not. Where were you at, Dame? Dame Lillard is in this time where that Sacramento Kings team was, that Utah Jazz team was with with MJ. Um, all these great the the uh, the Phoenix Suns with Steve Nash and Lamar. All these great teams with these great players that just Charles Barkley too that go up against greatness, just better. Like that's it. Just he just came at the wrong time. That's why I don't think unless he switches teams. So are you calling him another Clyde Dressler? <laughs> he's he's a he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's gonna be a legend. Dame Dollar is that dude. Dame Dollar is that dude. He just came at the wrong time. Oh, so you're calling him another dollar. He just came at the wrong time. He came at the wrong time. I'm not hearing that. I think I think them, like I said, the addition of Hassan Whiteside, whether you think it's not big or not, I think it's going to play a huge factor in the game that they play. And I think that if Dame doesn't step up and show, like, listen, I don't care hurt or not, I have to show up every single night. If he gets that, if he gets that mentality in him, like, listen. I know I'm a dog because he knows he's a dog, obviously, for him to, to pull the shots and to do the he shit that he does. He knows that he's savage. a dog. But I feel like you need to understand that, bro. When the lights are brightest, that's why we paid you $196 million. You have, you're you going to have to show up when the lights are brightest. Hurt or not, ribs hanging out outside of the skin. You better be out there scoring 50. <laughs> outside of the skin. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you better be out there scoring. You better be out there putting in work. You better not be getting outscored by anybody on your team. You are the leader of this team, the leader of this franchise, our franchise player. You I have to step up. I can't say anything bad about Dame Dollar. I won't. I love Dame. I love Dame. I won't. Top I won't three point guards in the NBA. Top three point guards in the NBA. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's your top three point guards in the NBA? Quick, go, go. Mm. You, are, you, you love Russell Westbrook. He was just hyping pure, him up. Pure point. 
No, just point guard. Don't no pure <laughs> scoring. No top three point guards. <laughs> top top three point guards in the NBA. Um, number one, uh, I'm gonna have to go with um, um, You're taking Steph Curry. Long. Thank you. That's all I really wanted to hear. But go ahead. Number two, I want to have to go with um, I'm gonna have to go with um, Kyrie Irving. Number three, I'm gonna have to go with Russell Westbrook. Okay, so you said Dave Dial top three point guards. Top four point Because <laughs> <laughs> once you put me on the spot and I really had to think about it, I'm like, uh, yeah, he doesn't make that top three. No, top no, 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 no. But he might be better. I mean, he might be better than Russ. No, to me, he makes that top three. He, That's how much I love Dame Dollar. He might. I'm putting Steph Curry, Dame Dollar. But it's so crazy. It's so crazy that it's we so play, many guards. It's so crazy that we play this man Russell Westbrook like we do. No, he's gonna be everybody my third. does. No, he's gonna be my third. He, he's he's really my third. I, like, because he's not a winner. But I mean, let's be real. He's he's a savage. He's unreal. The top three guards to me in the NBA right now are Steph Curry, Dame Dollar, and Russell Westbrook. Them three guys. And who's so? What is Kyrie like? A really close three B. Simmons. <laughs> My boy Ben Simmons. You want to come on the podcast, Ben Simmons? You can come I love you, you Ben Simmons. No, let me lo- let me stop. I don't love you. <laughs> I don't appreciate the fact that they put you on this pedal stool and I've watched you play a whole playoff game and not score one point. It's his um, second year. I, what is wrong with y'all? I it's his second time I playing in the see, NBA, the biggest I stage ever. I don't see the level of potential that they see in you, Ben Simmons. Um, I think that you are a hell of a player, but I don't think that you are what people project you to be. Um, I don't think that you, your mindset, your mentality of not feeling like you need to continue to develop your game as far as developing the jump shot, as far as making sure that you can space the floor out, making sure you're making the right plays. You're just not there for me yet. But can you get there? Maybe. (laughs) Yo, you're bugging. Do I hate on you? No. Facts. Am I a little biased of you? Yes. But at the end of the day. I don't understand why y'all want him to be this top, unreal, amazing player his second year his second year playing in the league like that makes no sense to me like it makes no sense at all let that man live let that man live ben give back half of that 170 million (laughs) dollars until you get a jump shot please elton go get that money back what were you thinking 175 years he doesn't even have a jump shot. Ben Simmons is baby Braun. If Ben Simmons is your second best player on the team and your first best player, Joel Embiid, is getting triple teamed and the game's on the line and Ben Simmons is behind the three-point line, so he's going to miss bro? the shot, Elton. So he's not even, nine times out of ten, sir, he's not even going to take it. So why is that Rondo. man 170 million? Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo will Rajon at least Rondo. pull the shot. Rajon Rondo. Did Rajon Rondo win the NBA championship? Yes. Did he ever have a jump shot? No, but he okay, developed next. one. He developed a small no, jump shot. He still doesn't have a jump shot. He has shot. a small interior jump shot. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And and on top of that, he's developed more into a three pointer too. Because now he's sitting, he's driving in dish, I mean, sitting back for the dish in, in L.A. Rajon Rondo can't shoot. 
He's not. Uh, he's not. He's not going to go out there like, oh, Rajon take the shot, but he will pull it though. That's like, the only beef I got with Ben Simmons is he doesn't actually take it. That's the only th- beef I got with him. That you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't I take. I agree with that. Bro. I agree with that. He doesn't actually take it. That's what pisses me off. But this notion that oh, you can't be a, you're not allowed to be a great player because you don't have a jump shot is bull, and you know that it's bull. I don't care. Bull. You can be a great player, but it's his second. And let me say this: it's his second year playing professional basketball. Like, can we give him some time? When Blake Griffin came into the league, his first three years, he couldn't shoot a lick. He could not shoot a lick. He was dumb athletic, and that was it. And now he has an amazing jump shot. He can shoot the three, consistently hit a three-point shot, Blake Griffin can. Off the dribble sometimes, too. It's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. Like, and and why can't Ben Simmons do that? Like, wh- like why do y'all not? It's okay, I could see if he's been in the league for like five it's years. It's because he's he verbally said shot. he doesn't need a jump shot. I think that's what has everybody messed up. He's verbally came out multiple times. He's said, also verbally this summer came out and said, shot. my number one thing I'm working on is my jump shot. Well, we'll see, Ben. All right. Prove it. <laughs> Go out, get your jump shot, and prove to me that you're worth five I years 170. I mean, you don't have to prove it. I just want you to take You've already signed, and you already got uh, half of it probably already sitting in your account. You don't have anything to prove to me. But I, as a fan of the game of basketball, want to see you develop your game and be worth $170 million because I have a problem with us paying us. The NBA panties players so much money, so much money for us to not get the product that we deserve to see as fans. Yes, right now I'm acting like a fan. I want to see you be worth $170 million because the lower level players who are busting their behinds aren't getting anywhere near that and they're going way harder than you. The contracts that you signed in the NBA is for what you did in the past. Here you go with the Andre Iguodala. Uh, Bible Bible verse one on one. Gosh, Iggy, this man's like like bought into you or something. Yo, Iggy's my boy, like, my boy. <laughs> You're welcome on the show too, Iggy. Whenever you want to come. But um, but yeah, man, I, I think this I think this NBA season is uh is definitely going to be crazy. Uh, there was definitely some big moves and stuff that happened. Um, I I do think that we got some great young talent, uh, some in, in rookies and stuff that's coming in this year, um, and and I mean it, it's just exciting, man. It's exciting. It's an exciting time for NBA basketball. Um, and if you're a fan of this game, this is something that you know you should really pay attention to this season and be be really up about. Well, um, I think we're gonna continue to finish our free agency talk next week. Because we, we have to finish it. Uh, but we went way over our time. Well, listen, I will say this, though. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. Facts! <laughs> Facts! <laughs> we go into the bowl this year. I had to end it like we that. We go into the I, bowl this year. I, Facts. Uh, we can talk, you heard it here we first. We can talk about basketball, and, and, I, and I love it, but it, it, basketball season is you heard it here first. So, football season is coming up, man. I can't yes. wait for us to start talking about this, but we yes. obviously we have to get this last chapter of basketball stuff out the way. And then we'll jump we're heavily, heavily into football. Yes, can't wait. Heavily can't into wait. Football. Tom Brady, Eagles, I'm coming for your head. Because the Eagles are going to the bowl. Deshaun Jackson's back. Darren Sproles is back. Darren Sproles resigned another year. Listen, that was crazy. I saw it come across my phone. I was like, what? Wait, wait I didn't tell you first. No, bro. I saw it pop on my phone Dang, and I, I, I saw your message. I wanted to tell you first. Dang, I was trying. 
<laughs> but yeah, I, I think um, I, I can't wait for this football season, this upcoming football season. I love man. Darren Sproles so much. Yeah, Darren Sproles, man. We, we He's love just a you. small little beast. The prodigal son is back. Deshaun Jackson, my boy. Deep, deep, Welcome deep, on the show. Deep, deep anytime, threat. Anytime. Come on the show our, whenever our you deep, want to. Deep, 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 deep threat. Um, I, I think this is going to be a Zach Ertz season. Zach Ertz. Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon. Then Deshaun Jackson over the Deshaun, top. What? Nelson Aguilar. Dallas Goddard. Oh, my God. Gosh, Miles Sanders, I want to see you do some work. Jalen Mills, I want to see you do. I want to see you be totally different. Than who's you a, who's I want a, you who's to a, step up. Who's a QB? Carson. Carson Wentz, the young goat. How quickly people forget. How quickly people forget the amazing season that he had. Like everyone's writing him off. He should have still won MVP that year, by the way. I oh, he totally 100%. Got played. Yeah, 100%. And everybody's writing him off. And they just forget. I think it's because we watch the game so closely. I think. I don't know. But I think quickly, it's because people, people want to hate on the Eagles so bad because they hate us as fans. I think that yeah, really true. plays. I think it really plays into how everybody just perceives the Eagles, period. If yeah. You're a player or not. I think yeah. you're just like, Ugh, I hate the Eagles fans. Ugh, I hate Carson Wentz because they love Carson Wentz. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think that's really how it really is. I mean, yeah. he doesn't give you anything to hate. He's a he's un he's unreal. Yo, that's my boy Brandon. Say, never, yo, he's unreal. Facts. <laughs> I've never seen a white boy. Well, I'm not gonna say never, but he moves like a black dude. Like he really moves. He reminds me of a young Ben Roethlisberger, though. Yeah, like, like he, in the pocket. But he has footwork. Yeah. His footwork. His juking. Yeah, he'll get out of here though. He will get out of there. I'm, I'm excited to see some big things from you this year, Carson, man. And and I got some uh, – I'm going I'm to write you a letter. I'm going to write a letter to you and see if you'll come on our show because you're such a good guy. Let's see how it works out. <laughs> Santa Claus letters to Carson with. He's going to put cookies and milk out for you, Carson. <laughs> it's good. I'm going to start the letter like, Carson, my boy. <laughs> With 50 old oi. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I think that's it for us. Uh, we look forward to hearing you guys sitting with us next week. <laughs> Birds of a feather. Signing off. <laughs>